Hello, and welcome to the Braided Faith Podcast, helping you balance tradition in an untraditional world. Together, we'll share stories of faith and redemption to bring hope into your life. I'm your host, Chrissy Addis, and I'm here to inspire you, motivate you, and connect you with other people whose stories aren't so different from yours. So grab your hot cup of coffee or hot tea, sit back, relax, and get ready to feel empowered alongside a supportive community of faithful women just like you. This is the Braided Faith Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Braided Faith. I'm so thankful to have you guys here, and I hope that y'all are doing well. Now, I'm recording this well before Thanksgiving, but you're listening to this after Thanksgiving, and so I hope that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I pray that you were able to spend it with family and friends and really just enjoy your time, and if you weren't able to spend it with family and friends, um, or it was a hard season, I want you to know that you were prayed for. I might not know you by name, but God does. And I make it a habit to light a candle and pray for people who are having hard times during seasons, holiday seasons, or spend it alone because I've been through both. I've had both of those holidays um, where I just felt, you know, grief, heavy grief. Um, I've even lived, you know, I lived in Arkansas once upon a time and there were many holidays that I wasn't able to come home to visit family. And I, sometimes I would spend it with good friends. Um, you know, somebody might invite me to theirs or I'd have other friends who weren't able to go home either. Um, you know, whether it be for, you know, because of work or school or whatever. And so we would hang out together. But many times, many, many holidays um, were spent uh, on my couch with my Yorkie. I had a Yorkie named Daisy at the time, eating ice cream and watching Hallmark movies by myself. <laughs> so I get it. I've been through both. So I am just sitting here in my dining room table. And if you're, um, you follow me and watch me on YouTube, I'm so sorry. You're just getting an audio today. Um, we, I think I shared with this, shared, blah, shared this with you guys last time. We are in the middle of a move. And so everything's a nightmare, including my hair, my clothes. Like I, I'm, I'm just, I'm a literally a complete mess and I'm in a complete mess right now. So definitely not going to show that on YouTube. (laughs) Um, But today I want to talk about forgiveness with you guys. Um, It's definitely a topic that we, you know, we bring up a lot as Christians. And I think it's great. You know, I think it's great that we, we talk about like the, the importance of forgiveness. I mean, we're commanded to forgive, you know? Um, And as Christians, that's just almost, it's almost Christianity 101, right? Like love your neighbors and forgive others. <laughs> um, or it's actually a part of loving your neighbors is forgiving. Um, but I really want to talk about the power that a grudge, holding a grudge, like why is it so important to forgive? Other than, you know, we are called to forgive. Um, but I want to dig in a little bit deeper because. God doesn't, something I've learned throughout the years of 
walking in my faith is that God doesn't ask us to do things just for nothing. So he's not asking you to forgive. Well, I forgave you, so you should forgive. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, of course. Yeah, we should do what he asks us to do. But he is such a loving father that he has his reasons. He knows why there there's importance of forgiving. He knows the ramifications of bitterness, of grudges. He knows. I mean, he created our bodies just, oh my gosh, like it's it blows my mind. It's so phenomenal how he created us and everything works together. And I think it's important to really talk about like what happens when we don't forgive? Like, it's so easy to talk about forgive, forgive, you should forgive. But number one, what does it really look like to forgive? And have you really forgiven? And then number two, what happens if you don't like truly forgive? And, you know, I want to bring this up because for many, many years, I thought I was a person of forgiveness. And it wasn't until January of 2019, I went to a Be in Health seminar or workshop or something, um, seminar, I guess. <laughs> and um, I realized then I had not truly forgiven. I had been having a specific health issue for many, many years since I was 13. And you know, just tried everything, you know, you know how it is. You go to the doctor, you'll get medication or you start trying to change your diet. And I, I mean, you name it, I tried it. And acupuncture, like chiropractors, like, you know, everything to get this situation fixed. Not realizing that the root of it was forgiving. And I think it's so important that we talk about forgiving Hold on, hold on to your chonies because you're some of y'all aren't gonna like this. Forgiving your mother and your father. And I say that because you know, some people, some people like have obvious reasons like why they should forgive a father who walked out on them or um a mother who is overbearing or you know, whatever. Like sometimes it's so obvious what we need to forgive. And then other times it's not so obvious because, you know, maybe they're pleasant people. Or then other times you thought you forgive, forgave them. And, you know, I think I, in my humble opinion, and just from my experience in my own life and watching my husband in his own life too, <clears throat> I think forgiving our mother and our fathers first and foremost. And I want to dig into that a little bit deeper. S especially if you had a mother and a father who maybe were just pleasant people and you can't think of a reason why you would need to forgive them. Forgive them for being human. <laughs> no matter how perfect or put together, I don't even want to say perfect because nobody's perfect. How put together a family might be or a mother and a father might be as as individuals um they're still humans and i think so many times we don't even realize this that we put our parents on this um unfair platform or pedestal 
that they cannot live up to. And, you know, it's, it's not bad because parents should be, you know, they, they are, they are our first and main source or idea of who God is. You know, they, they are the ones that will create and form our thoughts and our opinions and our beliefs and our faith or lack of faith. You know, they're, they're the center of that because they're who we know when we're first born and they, they get to, as parents, transform our minds and create little human beings and raise us and, you know, um, raise human beings, you know, it's a, it's a very important job. And at the end of the day, they're humans though. And we just put kids and they did it to their parents too. They probably put them on this just unreachable pedestal that they're never going to live up to. And like I said, sometimes it's obvious, you know, that, oh yeah, that's obvious that that parent didn't, you know, live up to that pedestal. Um, And then others, it's not obvious, you know, they, you're like, no, they did. But I guarantee there is something that needs to be forgiven. Um, Just because we do, we do hold them at higher standards, whether we realize it or not. Rightfully so, right? But with that also has to come grace. With that also has to come forgiveness because they're just like us. They're humans. They're faulty. They're going to make mistakes. They, you know, have had to go through life also. And whatever formed or fashioned their beliefs or how they do life, you know, that's also into play. And then you just start going back in generations because then you think about their grandparents. They had to form and fashion a little human being, and then their grandparents, their parents, you know, it just kind of goes, keeps going and going. So with that being said, when I say forgive your mother and your father, it's really not, it's truly not coming from an ugly place of your, your mother and your father sucked. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is they're human and we should start at forgiveness with them. And that happened to me. Um, That happened to me. I realized deep down inside I needed to forgive both my mother and my father. And my father was one of those, um, it was easy to see why I would need to forgive him. He wasn't in my life. Um, You know, I have memories of him when I was, was a child um, I have fond Christmas memories of him. I think that's why Christmas is one of my favorite seasons um, because some of my favorite memories as a child was with him during Christmas. And but but there are a lot of things I remember growing up and and you know he he did walk out of my life at one point in so it's it was an obvious thing that I needed to forgive him for. And so I just took some time to really forgive my mother and my father at this conference, and they called it out um, and prayed for me. And um, it was an amazing experience. And I still had no idea that this was this um, grudge I was holding towards both my mother and my father. 
I had no idea that this was tied to that specific health issue until I came home and that month was the first month that things just, it was like a switch and I've never had that problem again. And I'm not kidding. I know it was the power of forgiveness. It was the power of releasing a grudge because I could feel it. And I didn't even know I could feel that grudge in the pit of my stomach. Like I could feel it. It was there. It lived there, y'all. It had it had been housing in my soul, in my body. And because of that, I had this issue for so many years that nobody could fix. No doctor could fix it. No diet could fix it. It was unfixable because it was this, this thing, this spirit, this spirit of grudge, the spirit of unforgiveness, whatever you want to call it. It had taken root and taken housing in in my body. And when I released it and I truly saw my mom and dad as children of God, as humans, as people who are also worthy of forgiveness from mis- you know of mistakes, man, just being able to take them off the pedestal, and honor them, truly honor them. Because I think that's something that we don't, we take honor your father and mother of like, I I mean, in my opinion, again, I feel like, and I've seen it, I did it myself. I feel like we take it to this whole other level that the, we miss the point. And in that moment, I started to learn that honoring my mother and my father isn't ignoring their sins, isn't pretending they're perfect. Um, or even just, you know, living for them. You know, I know that that's a problem, especially in my heritage. Like, you know, it's uncommon to not do what your mom says, even when you're, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, you know. Um, and, you know, granted, you sometimes you should because they have lived life and they see things from a different perspective. And yeah, moms, sometimes, most of the time you're right. I'll give you that. <laughs> but honoring your mother and father. And you know this this I hope this speaks to moms too who have kids. And you know whether they're littles or they're adults, I mean your littles will be adults, but I hope that you will remember this conversation that they honoring you does not mean living for you. It does not mean you know as adults. I mean when they're kids They better listen to you. (laughs) But as adults, as an adult child, honoring your mother and father does not mean they live for you. They make decisions based on you. No, honoring our mother and father as adults is very different than honoring our mother and father as children. And I think we have a hard time understanding that. And so for me, that day, I realized I had been dishonoring my mom because I thought honoring her was like forgetting and not think like ignoring things that may have been hurtful, um, putting keeping her on this pedestal that was so unfair to put her on to begin with. 
and not looking at her as a human being and holding all of this, you know, and same with my father, holding all of this grudges towards them that is so unfair to put them on. And again, with my dad, it was a little bit easier. I mean, he did obvious things that would hurt me, you know, but it wasn't so obvious with my mom. And so <clears throat> just going through that and, and being able to view them as human beings and realizing that honoring them is forgiving them. Honoring them is taking them off of that unfair pedestal, even as a, an adult, removing them from that pedestal and just loving them and saying, you don't have to live up to anything. You get to be you um, because I forgive you and I hope you forgive me. And, um, and also honoring them as an adult is not living for them. Well, you can't do that as an adult. I mean, the Bible talks about when you get married, you become, you leave your mom and your, your dad and you, you know, become one with your spouse. Honoring them as an adult is, is forgiving them and also being the best version of God's child that you can be, whatever that looks like for you. Being, man, we honor our parents so much when we walk in truth, when we walk in our faith, um, when we live for the Lord, when we submit our lives to the Lord, that should be. So again, I'm, I'm talking to you mothers with children who have adult children or who will one day have adult children. They honor you so much. Not if they listen to you, not if they live down the street from you, not if they let, you know, grandma come over whenever she wants and let, you know, her do whatever X, Y, and Z. No, they're honoring you to the utmost degree when they are living for Christ, when they are submitting their lives to the Lord, not to mom, not to dad, but to the Lord. That's honoring our parents when they're the best husband or wife that they can be when they're the best mother and father and they put their family first, you know, of course, first from God, you know, God's always first in our lives, but you know what I mean? That's, that's how we honor our parents as adults. Um, but I want to go back to forgiveness. You forgive them also. They're human beings. And we, we only hurt ourselves when we put them in this mold that's not fair to them because they're not superhuman. They're not saints. I mean, some of them might be. Praise the Lord if you have a saint, anybody in your life. <laughs> I will say I have a great aunt who's a nun and I consider her my little saint. She's amazing. But in all reality, none of us are saints. Our parents aren't saints saints, our grandparents aren't saints, our cousins aren't saints, our aunties, our uncles aren't saints, our siblings aren't saints. And so we have to forgive them. We have to take them off of these unfair pedestals. And so now moving on from forgiving your mother and father, I believe it starts with them first because they are the core of who we are, whether they were in our life or not. My father was, was so less impactful what I thought was so less impactful in my life because he wasn't present for most of it. But in all reality, he was the most impactful. And so we have to forgive them. We have to, whatever he did or did not do is between him and God. 
I have to forgive him because he was a faulty human being and whatever drove him to not be the best version of my dad that he could have been is between him and God. And I don't get to judge him for that. I don't get to do that, nor do I want to. But when we hold on to grudges and bitterness, that's exactly what we're doing. We are judging them. And so when it comes to forgiving other people, it's the same thing. We're putting them on these unfair pedestals. We're putting them on these, um, we're molding, we're, we, we have them in these molds that don't belong to them. And, you know, and I'm not going to get into, there are obvious reasons why you walk away from somebody. Like I'm not, I'm not saying every relationship we've got to forgive and just stick around and keep taking the abuse or keep taking the pain. No, you, you know, you can forgive and, you know, lovingly walk away from a friendship or a relationship or whatever, you know, whatever it is. And sometimes you do have to do that, even with parents. And that's, you know, that's a whole other topic, you know, but even if you're going to walk away from a relationship, you have to forgive. You can't walk away in bitterness. Um, There's that saying, um, you know, something like, not forgiving somebody is you drinking the poison and expecting them to die. That is like, you know, it's such a cliche saying, but it's also so very true. And I am a testament to that. Here I'm holding on to grudges and having this like massive um, health issue. And man, the second I released, I've not had that since. And so the power of grudges in our lives is is just so important for us to understand it will affect your every life it, everything in your life it will affect your physical life it will affect your other relationships it'll affect how you approach relationships it affects everything it truly does. Like you're not at peace when you're holding on to a grudge with anybody. Like you can be holding on to a grudge with Sally, but you're going to treat your, whether you know it or not, you're treating Veronica, Simon, Alice, you know, you're treating everybody else poorly because of this grudge with Sally. I mean, that's just how it is. Like if you have any of that bitterness in you, it affects everything else in your life and it affects other relationships in your life. And so it's so important that we get to the root and forgive. I mean, forgiveness is so important. And then when we're holding on to bitterness, everything is offensive too. Like that's been my experience. I would get offended easily. I would look into situations the wrong way and would take offense or, you know, I would be hurt or feel rejected when something, you know, actually had nothing to do with me. And so it wasn't until I forgave that I felt complete freedom. And I I even stopped those habits of feeling rejected, of feeling, you know, looking into situations and taking things personal. Like it, it was like, not only did my physical that my health issue just 
vanish, but also those like painful habits that were on me, you know, that's not other people's problem. If I walk in a spirit of rejection, you know, that's, those things are on us and like taking, taking that my life back, you know, and saying, no, God is the God of me and I forgive just released so much, so much goodness in my life. And I really felt the presence of God in my life. And I, couldn't believe that I went so many years thinking that I really had forgiven and I actually had not. And nobody talked to me about this, not until that Be in Health Summit. Nobody really talked to me about the power of forgiveness and the power of a grudge when we refuse to forgive or when we won't really forgive. And it's not just words, guys, nor, nor is it always just one day. Um, because, you know, I've had moments where I've had to forgive other people, not just my mother and father after that was, that was my miraculous moment with forgiving, you know, but after that, I mean, I still have had to go through like seasons of, I really need to forgive that person and, you know, anger or sadness or bitterness, whatever would come up the next day. And I would be like, I have to forgive this person. And it would take me days of that, of giving it to God continuously and recognizing I'm not forgiving. And I know I'm not forgiving because an emotion is sparking up in me. I'm, you know, feeling extremely angry. I'm feeling extremely upset. I'm feeling extremely sad even. And that is, that's a red flag to me. That's a warning that I've not fully forgiven. And Um, And mainly the anger part, because I do think you can forgive somebody, but still feel sadness, you know, especially if it's something that caused a relationship to end. Um, But you'll know, I think that you'll just know, like if you're, if you start to recognize it and you start to pray about it and ask God, Lord, reveal to me when I've not forgiven somebody. And you'll just know there, there will be something in you when an emotion, certain emotion strikes up and you'll know I've not forgiven them. I need to. I need to spend some time with God and give this to him. And so I've gone through those seasons. So sometimes it's not just one one day and you miraculously forgive. It should be. I'll, I'll admit it should be. Um, you know, it says go and forgive, um, not go and take some time to forgive in the Bible. You know, it says you go and forgive. And so it should be that easy. But, you know, I I like to believe that God knows that we're just his little faulty children and and sometimes we go, we have to go and forgive the same person several times before it's finally done. Um, but if you keep leaning into God and you keep seeking him in that and reaching out for him and humbling yourself and saying, God, I can't, I can't do this. I feel angry. I, I need you to help me forgive. Um, I, I believe he walks you through it because he's walked me through it. He walks with you hand in hand. Um, he knows your pain that you're going through. He knows the struggle. He saw the whole situation. Um, you know, he knows whether you're at fault, they're at fault. It doesn't matter. Sometimes you're both at fault and there's still, you know, pain and anger and you need to forgive. Um, but you know, just keep leaning into him and, and forgive. Um, so I want to read Matthew six, nine through 13. Um, this prayer is prayed in our home several times a day. 
Darren and I, this, I mean, this is just our favorite prayer. This then is how you should pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. You have to forgive. Forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. We are forgiven. And that, you know, that's the ultimate reason to forgive is we are forgiven. You are forgiven. And I know for me, it's if a faulty, like sinful, sometimes extremely messy, like, crazy, I mean, nasty, like whatever you want to say about me, if man, if God can rescue me and forgive me, I should be able to forgive other people. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? When I can look in the mirror and know I am not worthy of forgiveness, I'm only worthy because because he made me worthy because his blood was shed on the cross for me. When I can humble myself and see myself in that light, I can forgive others because I'm not worthy of it. You're not worthy of it, but he gives us forgiveness and grace anyway. He died on the cross and shed his blood in a very painful way for us. And so what gives us the right to hold on to grudges? To other people, what gives us the right to do that? So I pray that this blesses you today. I pray that you'll really take some time, spend some time in in a silent prayer with God and feel his presence and understand that he loves you and that he'll walk with you as you forgive. Sometimes it's hard. And when we start with our mother and father, I'm telling you, forgiving, it does make forgiving a little bit easier and and a little bit more understandable because they are the ones that hold the highest pedestal in our life. And we have unfairly put them there and we unfairly hold them to this certain standard that they'll never live up to, not because they're bad people, but because they're humans. And you know, your kids are going to do that for to you one day. And I pray that you will forgive them when they do that and that you will understand, hey, they hold me at a higher level and it's okay. I'm not going to live up to it. They might have to be mad at me for a while, but it's okay. I forgive them and I hope that you will pray for them that they will also forgive you one day for not living up to that high standard they put you to. So I love you guys and um, feel free to leave a comment. Let me know if this resonated with you, if it missed the mark. Um, But most importantly, I would love to hear testimonies. Let me know if you did pray, if you did forgive somebody and what, you know, what was the outcome? How did, you know, what happened? You know, how did you feel? And, you know, something, something 
really cool to do also is to for, to go and forgive your mother and your father like verbally to their face um, and see what happens. Um, sometimes that's a release that even parents need um, to just to know that their child recognized, um, okay, I held you, I put you on a pedestal that wasn't fair. You didn't live up to it. I didn't realize I had some bitterness and, you know, I forgive you and I hope you can forgive me for holding that bitterness. Um, That's a miraculous thing to do as well. Um, But most importantly, forgive, forgive, spend some time with the Lord and forgive. So I love you guys. Feel free to, um, to to subscribe and to leave me a review and Um, let me know what you're thinking. I hope y'all have a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Please visit us at www.braided.faith and find us on all social media platforms under Crystal Addis or Braided Faith. We look forward to connecting with you.